Welcome to the Dream Job System, the only podcast that provides proven tangible strategies to help you land a job you love without traditional experience and without applying online. Get ready to level up your job search with your host, Austin Belsack. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Dream Job System podcast. I'm your host, Austin Belsack, and today we're going to talk about what you should do if you haven't heard back after a job interview. Now, we've all been in this situation, right? You spent hours and hours preparing for this opportunity. You're nervous but excited. You get in the door or on the phone and you talk to this interviewer and you think things went pretty well, right? So you cross your fingers and they tell you, we'll follow up with next steps. And then nothing, crickets, silence, right? And immediately we think, crap, I'm, I'm getting ghosted. But That isn't necessarily the case. So let's talk about two things here. The first is the most likely scenario of what's going on. And the second is what you can do about it. So first and foremost, the most likely scenario. Yes, it's very easy for us to jump straight to the conclusion of ghosting, especially if we've been ghosted by companies before and with all of the content that's out there about ghosting and how it's happening everywhere and it's super pervasive. So I'll start by saying that ghosting is a practice that absolutely needs to stop. Like if you are a company and you are bringing somebody in through your interview process, you need to be transparent. You need to keep them abreast. You need to keep them updated. And not doing that is really a reflection on you, and it reflects poorly. However, on the job seeker side, we also need to have a bit of an understanding of what's happening on the hiring team side as well. So typically, what's going on if you haven't heard back is that these people are simply crazy busy. So the hiring team itself, the hiring manager, the people who would be your peers, they're out there doing their actual job. So their job isn't necessarily to interview people or to hire people, right? Their job is something totally different. You know, that's not in their job description. So they're out there actually doing their jobs and anything could be going on there. There could be a massive fire that happened. There could be a client that's going to churn. There could be a huge project with a major deadline coming up. There could be all sorts of reasons why work got a little crazy and they haven't gotten back with a decision yet. On the recruitment side, recruiters are also out here sourcing a ton of candidates as well. And they're managing multiple interviews. They're managing multiple processes. They're reaching out. They're bringing new people in the door. There's a lot going on for them as well. So what I would encourage you to do as a job seeker before you jump to the conclusion of I'm getting ghosted is to spend a little bit of time putting yourself in the other team's shoes and then following up. So what I mean by that is just being politely persistent. And from the hiring managers and the recruiters and all of the folks on the employer side that I talk to, the candidates who follow up with them stand out from the rest because they show the hiring team that they're interested, they're persistent, and they're committed to getting in the door. And hiring teams love to see that, especially when there's so much going on. So if you're not following up with the recruiter or the people that you've interviewed with, the hiring manager, then you're probably missing out to somebody who is. So how do we follow up with them? And how do we be politely persistent without being super aggressive? Well, one of the ways I'd like to do this is something that I call following up with empathy. So essentially, what we're doing is sending a follow up note that calls out the situation and basically addresses the fact that these people are busy, that there's a lot going on, and that you completely understand that there may be some delays. 
Uh, but you want to reiterate how excited you are for this role. So I have an email template for this. I'm going to put it below in the show notes, but I'm also going to read through it right now. It goes a little something like this. So we'd reach out to them and we'd say, hey, name, I hope you're doing all right, given everything that's going on. I know that there is a lot going on. I know that there is a lot to deal with, and I'm sure that you have a ton on your plate. So I want to start by saying I completely understand that there may be some delays in the process or delays in responses. Please take the time you need. I did want to reach out to let you all know that I'm still very excited about this role and this opportunity. If there's anything I can do or provide that would be helpful, please let me know. I'm sending my best to you and the team at Company and then you can sign off with your name. So what are we doing here? Well, we're essentially saying, hey, I know you're busy. I know your time's valuable. I know you have a lot on your plate and I appreciate the efforts. But I also wanna let you know that I'm still really interested and really excited about this role. So if there is something else that I can do, if there is something I can bring to the table, please don't hesitate to ask. And through that, one, we're showing them empathy and respect for their time, but we're also reiterating that we're really pumped about this role and we're not just gonna go away if we don't hear back. And typically this type of email gets responses because of that empathy piece, but also because of that enthusiasm and that passion piece for the specific role. So when we send that, you know, again, my, my rule of thumb for following up is roughly five business days. The only caveat to that is if the recruiter or the interviewer gave you a timeline, right? So if they say, hey, we'll be back to you in two weeks, you don't want to send it five business days later. You do want to wait the full two weeks. So if they give you a timeline, wait through that timeline before sending the follow-up. If they don't give you a timeline, my rule of thumb is five business days. And then you just want to continue to be politely persistent until you hear back from them. Now, if you don't hear back from them after two follow follow-ups and it's been about, you know, three weeks to four weeks and they didn't say that that was the timeline, this is where we do get into the ghosting territory. And it's very, very easy to get frustrated in that situation because you've put a lot of work into this. You've put a lot of effort into this. And it's super frustrating to not hear back. So the best thing that you can do is just set the expectation that that might be a possibility and to also keep your pedal to the metal with the rest of your job search. So many job seekers stop doing anything once they get an interview. They stop submitting resumes, they stop applying online, they stop reaching out and building their network, they stop trying to get referrals, and they think, I'm going to focus everything on this interview, I'm going to get it, and that'll be that. And the reality is when you step in the door for an interview, you're really at the 50-yard line. It's halftime in the game, and there's still a long way to go. So if you completely give up the momentum that you have going with the rest of the search, and something doesn't work out for whatever reason, you're not going to have that inertia. You're not going to have any irons in the fire. Whereas if you spend even a little bit of time continuing and maintaining that job search on cruise control, you're still going to have some opportunities out there. So I would just know in the back of your head that there is a chance that whatever opportunity you're interviewing for won't work out for whatever reason, whether it's ghosting, whether there was simply just a better candidate, whether for some reason the company didn't see your value, there are reasons why it might not work out. So you need to keep moving forward. You need to keep pushing forward on the rest of your job search. If you do that and you are politely persistent, you're following up with empathy, that is the best thing that you can do. That is what's gonna help set you apart from the other people who are interviewing who are not following up. And eventually that is going to lead to a job offer for you. So if you don't hear back in the middle of the interview process, please, please, please follow up, be politely persistent, 
do it with empathy and feel free to use the email template below this episode. That is gonna be your best bet for continuing the conversation, ramping things back up and getting the door for this opportunity. That's it for today. Thank you as always for tuning into these episodes. I appreciate you and I'll see you in the next episode of the podcast. 